Hey everyone, it's Father Pat, here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings today are from Wednesday of the 29th week in Ordinary Time. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, sin must not reign over your mortal bodies so that you obey their desires. And do not present the parts of your bodies to sin as weapons for wickedness, but present yourselves to God as raised from the dead to life, and the parts of your bodies to God as weapons for righteousness. For sin is not to have any power over you, since you are not under the law, but under grace. What then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law, but under grace? Of course not. Do you not know that if you present yourselves to someone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the one you obey, either of sin, which leads to death, or of obedience, which leads to righteousness? But thanks be to God that although you were once slaves of sin, you have become obedient from the heart to the pattern of teaching to which you were entrusted. Freed from sin, you have become slaves of righteousness. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response is, our help is in the name of the Lord. Our help is in the name of the Lord. Had the Lord not been with us, let Israel say, had not the Lord been with us, When men rose up against us, then they would have swallowed us alive when their fury was inflamed against us. Our help is in the name of the Lord. Then would the waters have overwhelmed us. The torrent would have swept over us. Over us then would have swept the raging waters. Blessed be the Lord who did not leave us a prey to their teeth. Our help is in the name of the Lord. We were rescued like a bird from the fowler's snare. Broken was the snare and we were freed. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. Our help is in the name of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, Be sure of this. If the master of the house had known the hour when the thief was coming, he would not have let his house be broken into. You also must be prepared. For at an hour you do not expect, the Son of Man will come. Then Peter said, Lord, is this parable meant for us or for everyone? And the Lord replied, Who then is the faithful and prudent steward whom the master will put in charge of his servants to distribute the food allowance at the proper time? Blessed is that servant whom his master on arrival finds doing so. Truly, I say to you, he will put him in charge of all his property. But if that servant says to himself, my master is delayed in coming and begins to beat the men servants and the maid servants to eat and drink and to get drunk, then that servant's master will come on an unexpected day and in an unknown hour and will punish the servant severely and assign him a place with the unfaithful. That servant who knew his master's will, but did not make preparations nor act in accord with his will, shall be beaten severely. And the servant who was ignorant of his master's will, but acted in a way deserving of a severe beating, shall be beaten only lightly. Much will be required of the person entrusted with much, and still more will be demanded of the person entrusted with more. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I hate to shave. One of the most annoying things about being a man is the need to shave my face in order to look presentable. And the alternative, to grow a beard, is even less attractive to me. That's just one more thing to take care of. Plus, it will be itchy and crumbs will get caught in it. As far back as I can remember, certainly by the time I began working full-time, I uh, have shaved every single day. That is, until the COVID lockdowns, coupled with my current exile. Now I go a few days, sometimes even more, without shaving until either I can't stand it anymore or someone makes a comment about how I forgot to shave that day. 
And while it's nice to claim the freedom of not shaving every day, shaving four or five days growth takes a longer time, especially to get those stubborn hairs that seem to avoid the blades. It's kind of like keeping your house clean. If you let dirt and trash pile up for months, it becomes overwhelming to even think about tackling the job. But if you just tidy up as you go along, you can often clean pretty quickly if you get a burst of energy or have an extra half hour to spare. Today's gospel parable draws a similar comparison in the life of discipleship. The faithful and prudent steward doesn't wait until his master is coming up the driveway to put his house in order. By always being ready for the master's return, his days are filled with relative security and peace. There's no need to catch up or worse yet, cover up. He manages the household as though his master is always there. Jesus makes it clear that he is speaking primarily to that servant who knew his master's will. Anyone who would call himself or herself a disciple meets that description. We can't claim not to know what the Lord asks of us if we read it every day in the scriptures. Our only excuse for not doing it, then, is either laziness or being distracted by other things. I must say I'm always impressed with a person who always looks well-groomed and tastefully dressed, not in a showy or vain way, but just with consistency. That person is ready for any situation that presents itself, however suddenly. Bishop Curlin used to say that before he went to bed at night, he would shave and lay out his clothes for the next day, so that if he got uh, got a late-night hospital call, he was ready. I, on the other hand, may slit my throat trying to shave while I'm half asleep. Don't put off doing what the Lord asks until tomorrow if you can do it or at least start it today. And I hope dear Bishop Curlin knows that I rely on his prayers. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a great day and say a prayer for me. Thank you.